up everybody we are finally really up in this thing welcome to another episode of the talk my credo podcast i'm your boy dante credo here with my fam in the building kt are you with me yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking of Kurt Franklin when I do that. Was like, GP, are you with me? And I'm going to do KT. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we haven't church. We ain't going nowhere. Oh, now talk about a dope ass segue. We are having church. So, you know what? We're going to dive right into this thing. And, and hopefully, Riverside doesn't kick us off again. But since we mm-hmm. having church, the first topic of the day, because we're going to just dive so. right into this stuff. We're going to dive right into it. Uh, over the weekend, KT hit me up and it was like, Dante, I was like, what's up, sis? What's going on? She was like, listen, have you seen this Hillside documentary? And I'm like, nah, nah, what's, what's going on? And she was like, nigga. She, she, she texted that. It was like, like, text that, <laughs> nigga. You gotta see this. You gotta N-I-G-G-G-G-A-A-A-A-A. see it. N-I-G-G-G-G-A-A-A-A-A. Mm-hmm. You gotta see it. And I was like, I, you know, I'll check it out on Netflix. She was like, nah, it's not on Netflix, it's on Discovery Plus. And I was like, Discovery Plus? She was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, but I don't have that. And she was like, no, don't, no worry, little bro. I got you. So she hits me with the credentials, got me tapped in. And I looked and I watched this documentary and I was like, wow. Wow. So since we have in church, um, Mm-hmm. KT, go ahead and just lead us into yeah. this this Hillsong documentary that that we've watched over the weekend. All right, everybody, bow your heads and uh, uh-huh. question every <laughs> close to God moment you have ever had to a Hillsong <laughs> worship song. Every because... single one of them. Question all of them. Oh my goodness! Because I, I questioned my whole life. I did. <laughs> did I ever have an experience with God during a Hillsong worship? I went to a concert a few years ago, uh-huh. and I swear I touched heaven. But now <laughs> I'm like starting to doubt myself because, like, Jesus, you weren't there. Like, were you there at all? I'm just asking because now I'm seeing all this stuff and it's really making me just wondering if I wonder if I know Jesus at all. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so in case you don't know who Hillsong is, Hillsong started out as a small church in Australia. Uh-huh. Okay. It was started by a man named Frank Houston. Okay. Um, he was a hellfire, fire and brimstone preacher. Okay. Yep. His son, Brian Houston, uh, wanted things to be a little different and wanted to like grow the church. Right. And so he actually is responsible for the big global sensation that it is today. So there are several Hillsong churches in several countries across the world. 
including the U.S. And they even have universities, Bible colleges. Yep. And, oh, Lord, we don't talk about the day going Bible colleges. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah so. Where they turn it out. Oh. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I don't know where to start. I know. I, I can just so hear the traumatization what, in what your voice. What made... I'm traumatized. I really <laughs> am. So what made Hillsong what it is, what really caused them to expand is there was this... Uh, she was a child TV star, I think, uh, Darlene Zek. Uh-huh. Her angelic voice, who I, I really, really loved Darlene. But... Uh, you know, she became a part of Hillsong and they, they created a, a, a choir, you know, a little, a little band. Yep. And they started making music. And the music really shout to the Lord of the Atlantica, you know, really became yep. a big thing. And they used the music to expand the ministry. Yep. And when they were discussing the music, they said, are you really having an experience with God or are you just being emotionally manipulated by the chord progressions progressions. that are intentionally... That are intentionally done in such a way to make you feel emotional <laughs> and make you think you're having an experience with God. Nope. I just, I rethought everything. I was just like, I, I just, I, I don't know. So here is like the, the thing that made it so like, wow. But at the same time, not really surprising. Like, I'm not surprised, but I'm just like, just, yo, this is some low-key diabolical shit because one thing for those who come from the church and have a church background, you know where we're going with this as far as the impact and the power of music and its ability to influence Mm -hmm. the listener in whatever way that you want them to be manipulated and moved. So here you are, you are watching a church and a man that is strategizing a way to move a people worldwide with a global impact to where it says we are not looking to really produce manufacture well I don't want to say manufacture to invoke if you will an atmosphere where you encounter the spirit of God but rather, now I use the word, but rather we're going to manufacture that through music. And Darlene Check was an insanely talented singer. They they partnered up. And I don't think, especially in America, there is a church that you will step into that does not have a Hillsong influence, whether through the songs they sing, whether it's through the material and how they lead worship. It turned it more so from a, conv- a conventional, traditional worship to a concert. It w- they, they turned it into, they turned the church 
into a music studio, into a music hall. And they used that and it spearheaded just this expansion, this, this explosion of what we now know as being the religious industry to where it is hundreds of hundreds of millions of dollars a year. This one church did that heel song. And even if you aren't into church or whatever your, your spiritual preference or calling a walk is, I know you've heard the name Hillsong somewhere. And this is where it's from. And all throughout this documentary, it, it details and chronicles the, the global expansion of this church and the many scandals that lies within this church. Uh, to the point where scandalous, just, just scandalous. <laughs> just and for those with the church background and grew up in the church and experienced the things that you will see in this documentary. Yes, it makes you question everything, everything, everything. Hillsong exposed the documentary makes you question everything. And it's <laughs> even everybody else. It's like, are y'all all doing this to us? Right. It's <laughs> like, this. It's like, are you doing this too? Et tu, Brute? Et tu? <laughs> Just... Brute. <laughs> so, man, so y'all, y'all just check this out, man. Then, then it gets into the, the sensation. That is Ignorance Carl Lentz. Is bliss, guys. Stay away. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Carl Lentz ends, enters the scene and he becomes this celebrity um, to where all the big time celebs are uh, are hanging around this guy or he's hanging around them. Justin Bieber. Justin. like just there's, And there's even a question of whether or not because Justin Bieber was having some really bad press at the time. Uh-huh. Whether he and then Carl Lentz wanted more publicity. Yep. Whether the two of them joined forces to better Justin Bieber's persona, uh-huh. his brand, and also give the church and Carl Lentz yep. more publicity. It was a it was a win win. More, notor- more yep. notoriety. It was hey, hang around me. Um, and you know, you can get the perception that you're turning your life around. You're coming to Jesus. There's a whole demographic that you can tap into that will continue to support you. And trust me, that that the the Christian demographic, and I know there's a specific one there, but I won't get too specific with it. Oh, they'll support you to the bitter end. And while you do that, they can see, oh, this pastor's hanging around Justin Bieber. So now I get the pop culture in that demographic. And then that ups my stock. So it's a win-win. We win. So now you have athletes. You, your Kevin Durant, your Tyson Chandler's. He baptized uh, Justin Bieber and Tyson Chandler. He's a former NBA player. He's like seven foot four. So he baptized Justin Bieber in Tyson Chandler's bathtub. And so just in all these other people, for Vanessa Hudgens, uh, uh, Selena Gomez was there, and and um, the the Jackmans, the the actor Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. He, his family was there for a bit and just all these different actors and entertainers. And then it basically became a club and all this, you know, the scandal of, you know, money laundering, if you will, um, 
sexual allegations, sexual misconduct. And for those who are slightly familiar with it, then it goes into Carl Lentz's um, affair um, and the issues that he had where he was exposed and how he had to be moved out. But then the conspiracy of was he set up to be moved out because he was becoming bigger than the Hillsong brand Coming itself. Bigger than the so it's, it's crazy y'all. It is crazy. Um, but it does make you wonder it, it, it for me, which is why um, I left the church, the, 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 the religion and the culture of church watching this documentary is it, it, it kind of reinforces my decision as to like, I'm glad Triggering. I left that uh, because I was just, I was fed up with the culture of church and the religion of church. And I was like, I know this isn't, I know God isn't in this. God is being sold. God is being pimped. God is being used to manipulate for ulterior motives and agendas, but God isn't in this. And they pimp I Jesus, know y'all. that I will be able to learn, connect with and, and grow as a person using these teachings where I don't have to necessarily be in this culture and involved in the religion of Christianity. It, it goes back to the saying of, of the Gandhi saying that we all know um, where he says, I like your Christ, but I don't like your Christians. And I, that rung with me. Like I understand the teachings. I understand the intentions, but the way people have used the, the name of Jesus or Yahuwah, if we being really specific about it, um, it, it, it's appalling and it pisses me off. So it's like, you know what? I can't even associate with y'all because y'all on some real fake shit and I can't do no fake shit. And the God that I know, he also doesn't deal with the fake shit. So, you know, y'all stay on that side. So, um, so yeah, that's that, but still, still a very good, uh, documentary to watch. As of now, there's three parts. Katie, are they coming with any more parts for the Hillsong doc that you know of? I don't, I, I, I don't know. Yay, nay. I don't know. I can't. I don't, I don't I'm not sure anymore. But um, but yeah, y'all go check that out. Check that out. Uh, it's re- really dope. Really good. And yeah. All right. Well, speaking of speaking of which, where I think I may have dry snitched on you just a little bit, uh, when I said that you you kind of snuck me your credentials to watch the Hillsong doc, um. I'm about to cancel my subscription. I, I know, but nah, I don't. I'm, now that you watched it, I'm. Subs- but but at, at the same time, it's only Discovery Plus, so it's like, yeah, you know. Now we, we spent about 15 minutes uh, hyping and advertising this this uh, documentary that's on Discovery Plus. So you know, th- there wasn't a paid advertisement, there wasn't a sponsorship, but you know, if if y'all want to you know, slide a little incentive our way, then hey, Discovery Plus is the place to go. I'll keep my prescription. I will keep my subscription. Listen, listen. In a heartbeat. It will, <laughs> it will not. In a heartbeat, listen, listen to us. Discovery, listen to us. But uh, but one thing that Discovery may allow, at least for the time being, but one thing that uh that Netflix is cracking down is what we just did. So, Netflix is coming or is initiating a practice to where it will find its subscribers for sharing their account information for people who don't live with them. Um, and I see this backfiring. If I'm being really honest, I, I, I see people like 
I don't know how they're going to try to initiate and, and push a fine through. So it's like, hey, KT, there's a show that I want you to watch on Netflix. What? You don't have Netflix? Don't even worry about it. Here's my information. And then they say, oh, no, Dante, you can't do that. Pow. Here's a fine. And I'm going to say, pow, I'm leaving Netflix. I quit. <laughs> so it's like, so what? how exactly are you going to do that? And how exactly do do you expect it to be enforced to where people will follow it? Because I'm like, uh, I don't know how they measure these things. I'm not claiming to to know, but I just wonder, like, how much money do you think you're losing by people doing this? You know, so I don't really understand it. But all I know is for me, you know, we do have a Netflix account and before I got my own Netflix account, yeah, I may have used other people's Netflix accounts to watch things and stream things. But all I know is if I get hit with a fine because I'm sharing my password to someone that, you know, that I trust or whatever the case may be, and I want them to watch something on my account and you find me for it, then yeah, Netflix will be out of here. You know, I'm trying to watch the, the Fresh Prince anyway, so I'll drop Netflix and pick up Peacock in a heartbeat. <laughs> just just to watch Bel Air and and then I'll cancel that too. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I just found that I found that really funny though. I'm like, how do you expect this to go down? Like, and do you expect people to you know to really follow it? Because here's the thing when it comes to Netflix, and why I think Netflix is on very thin ice with a lot of people, because Discovery Plus is $4.99. A month. Netflix started out to be what four, five, six dollars a month. Now I understand Netflix is basically the the pioneer for the streaming industry. Now we get it. Mm-hmm. Netflix is the OG. It was the first to to really do it the way it's being done right now. That's why Netflix and chill is such a big thing because all you had was Netflix. They've done some things. They they rebranded. They expanded and they've blown up. And they are a a just a colossus if you will so it seemed like every year they were increasing prices i will hulu and chill yeah i will hulu and chill i'll peacock and chill i will listen listen to me uh discovery plus and chill listen i mean there's too many of them out there now exactly and that's where it's exactly where i'm going because at first it was just amazon prime and chill Uh uh-huh it was like, but now there's a lot more. There's other people in the game now. And you raising your prices to 20 something dollars a month on top of you trying to find people if they share their, their account with people not in the household. Do you know how fast I will be on Amazon Prime? Prime Video? You know, Prime Video comes free if you have I Amazon Prime. It. So, you know, I got I got Amazon. Because if Netflix was enough. Yeah. I wouldn't have to have all these other uh-huh. ones, man. Okay. Yep. Okay. So it's like, but just I, know you want you one of many. Yep. Sorry. So like, but that's the game now. So, but and and let's just be honest. I got I got Amazon Prime, so Prime Video comes with it. I love watching the 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 boys. For, for y'all know who that is. That if you haven't seen the boys, watch it. It's dope. I love it. Um, I love watching Invincible. It's another show on Prime Video. And then a bunch of other stuff. Got Hulu. Hulu is there. Hannah. H- HBO Max is there. 
um Paramount Paramount Plus, Disney Plus is Paramount there. Plus. Hell, mm-hmm. Discovery Plus is there. Ooh. Discovery Plus, listen, we, we we giving y'all some big game right now. <laughs> Hell, we can um you can get Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN. Uh-huh. Yep. In a bundle. In a bundle. For less than what mm-hmm. in a bundle for less than what Netflix is charging. Yep. Okay, that's three platforms. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so I'm just saying, Netflix, y'all better come on now. I'm come just saying now. I love Dave Chappelle and I will watch Dave Chappelle whenever wherever Dave Chappelle is, I will watch him, but I won't pay thirty dollars a month to do it. Because I will tell y'all. And I'll do it. I'll go ahead and and do this. Here we go. Hot button take time. I'm very familiar with uh, certain links and websites, so I can watch anything I want to watch for free anyway. But we'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll just leave it. If there's something I really want mm-hmm. to watch and I don't want to pay you, we understand the game of the interwebs. We know this game. So, you know, I'll say this. I love, I have such a strong love-hate relationship with the show Power by 50 Cent. Like the the first the first mm. three or four seasons, it power went the way Game of Thrones went. It started out excellent, just the the perfect show, and then as time went on, it was on a steady decline. And by the time of that final season, it was pure shit. That's the way power was. By season one, it was the perfect. It was like the Wire two point perfect. Season two, good. Season three, ain't pretty good. Season four, eh. season five, oh no. Season six, trash. And then the spinoffs, trash, trash. Um, I forgot. My mama show love all of them. I just she done watched every last one. Really? <laughs> and it it took me forever. Just like I didn't, I had fallen off on power. Uh-huh. Until and when the last season came, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna try to catch up." Because I had fell fell off around season three. Yeah. So when the last season the the last season came, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna try to catch up so I can see the last season." But I ended up just watching the last season. And it was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, which the last season was by far the worst. The worst. It was the worst. And then the spinoffs where then they wanted Tyreek to take over, and it was, I I I cannot stand the the series of him because none of it made sense. And it's like, and the only reason I kept watching was because it was so wild. I'm like, all right, what bullshit are they going to do now? And I'm like, it, it just doesn't make sense. Now, season. It was entertaining because Mary J. Blige was in there and they had their whole little storyline, but even that was wild. And so I'm like, you know what? You know, because it was like, all right, this is, they're they're establishing what they call the power universe to where now everybody's going to get their own little series. So Tyreek is his series and, and then Tommy. So I'm like, all right, I'm waiting for Tommy because Tommy was a wild boy. Tommy was wild. So I'm waiting for his series. Mm-hmm. I'm watching his series and his series is trash. But do you know what? I'm not watching it on stars. <laughs> So it's like that series is trash. Like, how can you fuck up Tommy? Tommy was like the go-to. He was the wild boy. He was wild. But all I'm saying is, Netflix, listen, 
I, I don't know the metrics of how y'all are reasoning these these things. I understand y'all bought studios and y'all have your own. So you're basically Netflix is like his own movie production company. It's like his own Hollywood Tinseltown type mm-hmm. thing. And I get that. I get that. And I guess you need these prices to, you know, to, to help cushion you know, the expenses that you now have as you expand it to the size that you have. But understand, be very, very careful. In the words of Cardi B, be careful with me because um, it won't be Netflix and chill for too much longer. It'll be Disney Plus and Bus. It's a, <laughs> it'll be just... That's all I'm saying. <laughs> just You know what? I'm done with you. Moving on. Next topic. I'm just, I'm just saying... All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Fine. Moving on. <laughs> so we go. All right. So here's a quick update. Last episode, we talked about uh, Brittany Griner a little bit as far as her situation. She is the WNBA professional women's basketball player who uh, in the off season from the WNBA in, in the States, she goes to Russia and plays ball. She was detained at the Russian airport by Russian authorities for having a vape pen with uh, weed in it or something like that. She's been detained for the last month or so. Now she's supposed to be getting out in, I think, in a couple of weeks. But we had a question as far as why weren't this a, a bigger thing? You know, with everything that's happening with Russia, the sanction, the Cold War uh, 2.0 that's happening between uh, America and the the allies, if you will, in Russia for invading Ukraine. Um, which I have my own thoughts about that. You know, I don't necessarily stand with Ukraine either, but anyway, it is what it is. Um, but we was wondering wh- wh- where's, where's the backlash? Where's the, you know, the free Britney's and the support to get Britney home because she is not in, she's not in friendly territory. If you're being honest, you know, with everything that's going on and the tensions between America, like she's not in a friendly place right now. Um, you know, why, why isn't there a big fuss about this? And so we have an update to that because uh, WNBA Hall of Famer Lisa Leslie came out in, in, in a recent interview, basically said that she she and people around the situation were told not to. So I'm going to share this little thing right quick and we're going to uh, let her. We're going to check this clip out and we're going to talk about it a little bit. But what we were told was to not make a big fuss about it so that they could not use her as a pawn, so to speak, in this situation in war. So to to make it like it's not that important or don't make it we're like free Britney and we start this campaign and then it becomes something that they could use. Use this leverage. That's what we were told. And I don't say who said that, but it's kind of like what's been spreading throughout the women's basketball world. And I'm... So, so that's basically that, basically that. So she, she said that, you know, they, they were approached and they were told uh, to, to not blow this up because they, it was basically for strategic reasons to why they kind of downplay it, mm-hmm. keep it on the hush because, and let's just be honest. I, I know it was American authorities, um, to where they felt that if they made a big fuss about it, then Britney Griner being detained for a vape pen will escalate into becoming Britney Griner, the prisoner of war. 
right? And mm-hmm. I know there's some skepticism around it, and I'm a little skeptical as well because I'm still going to maintain the stance that we had that the reason why they aren't giving a big fuss about Brittany Griner being detained in Russia with everything that's happening in Russia right now is because she black, she blackity, black, black, blackity, black, black, black. <laughs> so much. Uh, nah, don't make a big fuss about it. Don't, don't make this a, a, a bigger thing than what it really is. Just wait it out. She'll be home in a couple of weeks and a few weeks. Just, just chill out, y'all. Don't, don't make a big fuss. Don't make a campaign about it. Just chill out, y'all. So, that's that's well, the I don't update. Know that it would be something that Russia would be able to use as a pawn anyway, because she black. Uh huh. America, America wouldn't be moving over that. Let's, Over let's just be honest. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be moving mountains to get Brittany Griner out of Russian custody. No. You know, she, she's a, a black be, professional basketball player. We don't negotiate with terrorists. Uh-huh. That's what they would say. But th- th- I'm sure that's what they told those girls in the women's basketball circles. Like, don't y'all do anything because we ain't negotiating for nothing. They say they're going to hold her to how long? They're going to hold her to how long? And then she's going to come home. Leave it at that. Don't you make any fuss because y'all get end up getting your feelings hurt. And if they, and as you said, I'm, I'm just wondering how would Russia use that? You know what they say? All right, if you want Brittany Griner to come home, then you better lift some of these sanctions. I, I don't, I don't think it's that deep. Uh, and I know for damn sure that America's not going to be like, Psh, yeah, we're going to lift these sanctions and all this stuff against y'all so we can bring Brittany Griner home. Nah, they're saying nah. Leave a black ass over there. <laughs> Just like and that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. So it's like you know, let's, let's just call it for what it is. Let's just call it for what it is because you know, when it comes to America, the the law of the land is they are the law of the land, and no, we do not negotiate with terrorists. That just is what it is. So. You know, in in lighter news that I thought was actually really good, and what made this so good for me, speaking of laws, is that this is coming from Florida. Now, I used to have such an infatuation with the state of Florida. Like, that's the state I'm going to go to. That's the state I'm going to make my living in. You know, find you know find the, the girl of my dreams, marry, have a family, retire, live out the rest of my days in the great state of Florida, the sunshine state. But as I got older, I realized y'all crazy down there. So, um. Yeah, my, my plans quickly changed. It was almost it almost hit me as as the way it, it the hill song dot hit KT was like, was any of it real? Like, did you really love me? Like I had so so I had such big plans for Florida. But I'm like, no, y'all crazy and just the racism. Let's just call it for the, the racism. Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. And Florida is not necessarily the South. Florida is like a separate part. It's not the South. It's just it's just a melting pot of its everything. own entity. Yeah, Florida is its own entity. Um, but yeah, I was I was ready to go down there. My favorite basketball team, the Miami Heat, is down there. I was like, I'm going to Florida. Um, I wanted to go to Full Sail University at the time. 
you know, learn music, audio engineering. I'm, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to be right here in Florida all day, every day. And then I got to just looking at things happening in Florida and going on and continuing to happen in Florida. I'm like, you know what? North Carolina is pretty good, too. <laughs> <laughs> they crazy, too. Just not as yep, crazy as This y'all. is true. This is true. Now, now, North Carolina has is crazy. But now nah, Florida is a different level of crazy. Um. But yeah, I do have to give I do got I have to give shout out to all my people from Florida. You know, I'm, I'm I'm just talking a little shit, just a little bit, but not really. Uh, but one thing that I am kind of proud of is Florida recently or is in the, the midst of I'm not quite sure I have to look it up uh, the passing a bill that will require high school students to take financial literacy classes as as a prerequisite to graduate. So learning about credit scores and, and, you know, finance to, to prepare them for the real world. And I thought that was really, really good. Um, so yeah, they should do this everywhere. Yes. As as they should. I like, this should be everywhere. This should be like a, a, an an education prerequisite. Okay. You, you got your English and you got your maths and your sciences and there needs to be a financial literacy class, but, New Florida law requires high school students to take financial literacy courses to graduate, including lessons on credit scores, managing credit card debt, types of bank accounts to open, and how to file your taxes. I thought that was very, very, very dope of Florida. So, yeah, man. Sh- shout out to Florida, Air Horns for Florida. You know, Air Horns for Florida. That really, really dope. I applaud y'all. You even get an applause, Florida. I'll even applaud you. Um, because has it passed though? Yet has it passed yet though? I don't think it has passed. So I'm I'm checking right now just for my journalistic integrity. Uh, <laughs> let, let me check this out. Um, because uh, the air horns and the applause might be premature. Th- this is true. This is true. Um, you know, actually, no, it is all the time. Actually, it is a law. It is officially a law. It was signed into law last it's week. Law? Yep. Oh, Mandating. Yep. Bravo. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. This is true. Uh, on. That's good. Actually, actually, it was officially in in effect, so it'll be in effect for the next school year. But Tuesday. This past Tuesday was officially the date of this recording is the 31st Tuesday. uh, Governor Ron DeSantis signed SB 1054 into law, mandating that all Florida high school students take at least one half credit in financial literacy and money management before receiving a diploma. I think that's really good. The Dorothy L. Holkill Mm -hmm. Financial Literacy Act will come into effect at the beginning of the 2023 2024 academic year for students entering ninth grade. There is a Pensacola-based bankruptcy attorney who was absolutely thrilled about it. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so then it goes into other stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. yep this this is dope. Absolutely, this is dope. Um, yeah. Shout out to Ron DeSantis for signing it into into law. So you know there there's some things that I I like. Here's the thing that I think I'm finding my in an area where I can niche down in because you know I like to talk I, I like to talk politics although I don't want this to be a, a political podcast but I, I like I like for it to be 
a a like a, a social awareness podcast, you know, where we can talk about uh topics that's in the world, but we can also we can talk about politics, we can talk about, you know, society and culture. It's kind of like the the encompassing thing. We speak on society and culture, but I know that's too broad. And I'm looking, so I need to niche that down. What about society and culture? Well, it's like, well, I like to talk about politics, but I know that my political stance is very, it is uncommon to where, you know, they, 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 they call it a centrist. Where like, I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. I'm like right here in the middle of, of a lot of things. And so, but I think more it, people are like that than you think. Though. This is true. This is true. But I think because of, they because feel like I'm they don't tired, have I'm tired of both of them. Yes, because both parties are trash, absolute trash. And this was like, okay, so I I want to have a podcast where we talk society and culture from a centrist point of a centrist pro-black type point of view. Um, You know, where it can be, you know, informative, engaging, but entertaining. And it's like, well, maybe that's part of the niching down that I can do and then I can figure that out. Man. So I was like, ah, well that that's a, a good first step because I, like, I do believe there's a lot of people who are more, you know, centrist, if you will, because, you know, both of these parties are as the day go by proving themselves to be absolute trash and they do not have the, the interest of the people at, at heart at all. Like the very reason they've been elected, they do not care about the people. But that's but that's a whole other thing. So you know, just been thinking about that, um, and I'll I'll figure that out, and I'll kind of keep you guys updated on how this niching down thing will um will work. So another crazy thing, and I'm not even going to talk about this long because again, it's like I'm not surprised. But we've spoken about the the uh, preferential treatment, if you will, that Ukraine has been treating its citizens versus other people who they don't deem citizens i.e. you know black people and for those who want to volunteer like for the Peace Corps if you will the Peace Corps has advised black volunteers who want to volunteer in helping Ukraine the Peace Corps has advised black volunteers that you know you may be called the n-word by the Ukrainian refugees over there so Brace up and prepare for that. You know, <laughs> so just you know those people you're trying to help. They may absolutely degrade you and and call you racial epithets while you're trying to help them survive. So you know, mm-hmm. cheerio, old chump. <laughs> just get ready for that. <laughs> so like, just oh man, I just found that so funny. I chuckled. I, I don't have any more hot takes because I think that speaks everything for itself. <laughs> so like that, that explains everything by itself. And yeah, come to your conclusions with that. So uh, let's go ahead and get into what I really want to talk about. <laughs> now let's get, let's really get into the let's, big old elephant in the room because everybody, let's get into I it. know everybody wants us to talk about this. Uh-huh. I know y'all Will been waiting Smith for our take. <laughs> and Chris Rock at the Oscars. 
the slap that was heard around the world. The slap that was heard around, around the world. The world. It was seen around the mm-hmm. world. Yep. <laughs> so you know, let's so, okay. I'll go ahead and tell the oh, story. Sorry. Go ahead. You know, go so ahead. it was Oscar. It, yeah, it was ahead, Oscar night. I wasn't watching mm-hmm. the Oscars. You know, we was um having was some. Right. Yeah, you know, having some um some alone time with the missus. I don't even want to watch no Oscars. Um, so apparently Chris Rock was was hosting the Oscars. There was a lot of you know people in attendance. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith were also in attendance. Even Bernard Chris Rock does there. what Chris Rock does. He you know jokes about the people who are in attendance, and you know everything's like ha 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 he he. He looks at Jada Pinkett Smith, who we all know has uh has no hair at this shaved point. Shaved her head. Shaved her head. And Chris She's Rock looks it's just very low cut. This is true. This is true. She has she has hair. But it's very low. Sh- shaved her head. Looks at Jada Pinkett and says, Jada Pinkett, I love you. Can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2. Ha ha, ha ha, he he. People laugh. He's like, you know, that was a Will nice Smith one. Smith even ha ha's a little bit. Uh-huh. But Jada Pinkett Smith, she rolls her eyes. Uh-huh. And she rolls her eyes. Willie Will, Willie from Philly. Then Willie emerged. from Philly. <laughs> he saw his wife's reaction. And then all of a sudden, he went from Kiki to uh, I'm gonna get my ass up. Uh huh. I'm gonna walk over here on stage. Chris Rock, unsuspecting, just thinking he's gonna say a few words or something or make a joke or two. Uh huh. It's like, uh oh, uh oh. But he didn't know how uh oh of a moment it was. Right. Will Smith proceeds to open hands, slap his the crap out of Chris Rock. Uh-huh. And then walk back off the stage, sit down, straighten his jacket, and tell Chris Rock to keep his wife's name out of his effing mouth. So much so he said twice. It twice. 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 Mm-hmm. Twice. During the broad during the broadcast, live on mm-hmm. television. Live. Will in, Smith in walks color. up on stage, slaps the absolute dog shit out of Chris Rock on stage. Casually walks back to his seat, sits down, and says, Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Chris Rock was like, dude, it was a G.I. Like Jane joke. No, he didn't. It, it just sounded so weird that he said it. But then he said it again with more bass in his voice. Keep my wife's yeah. name out your fucking mouth. And Chris Rock was like, I'm going to. And then it was just so mm-hmm. awkward. And he was trying to figure out like, yo, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. Going? And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. 
you know, I, I gotta I gotta maintain professionalism and keep this show going, even though I just been slapped on national TV in front of millions of people. Like this is the greatest night in TV mm. history. Ha 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 ha! He managed it to keep it going, but it was just so awkward after that. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but y'all knew this. I know y'all knew this because this is what the world has been talking about. So let's mm-hmm. just let's just we're we, we, we're going to start on the shallow end. We're going to end on some deep, deep, deep shit. So let's let's go ahead and start dipping toes in the water here. So, Katie, do you think Will Smith was justified in doing what he did? That's that's a hard question for me to answer because I flip back and forth. Uh-huh. I mean, I feel like if I have worked super hard to build everything that I have, right? Am I Uh really going to risk it all in the heat of a moment with some idiot talking trash about my wife? Now, I'm going to set him straight, but am I really going to risk tearing down or tarnishing a brand that I built from scratch Uh So long ago that I I built this up to this great thing. Am I really going to throw all that away? Am I going to really tarnish that for this idiot who's talking sideways? Uh I don't know that that was the best way to handle that. Especially when you laughed at the joke at first, too. Uh Uh-huh. Then you looked over at Jada and saw she won't laughing again. She she wasn't laughing at all. Nope. And so then you feel, oh, well, I need to stand up for my wife. But you could have stood up for her in a totally different way. Yep. Because Will Smith is crafty. He's very witty. He could have had he could have come back with some stuff that could have yep. equally humiliated Chris Rock. (laughs) Yeah. You know, he could have come back with some stuff and still kept it to where he's not violating, you know, the Academy's whatever rules they have, the code Uh of conduct or whatever, and jeopardizing something that is affiliated with Venus and Serena Williams, who have also built a brand. Yep. And you know what I'm saying? I feel like it was just a bad look all around. It was, it was a bad look Uh all around. And you already know how white folk feel about us. Yep. And they, I feel like he just made, the racist white folk feel vindicated. Yep. Like, see, see, no matter how you, you, you may think that they're respectable and then look, look, see what happened. I'm sorry. I'm just not about giving them any kind of reason exactly. to think that they're, the, they're correct. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then there's the other side and I understand I understand people who, you know, like, okay, you're not about to just disrespect 
my wife on national television be talking sideways out your mouth, I'll bust you in the mouth for that. But these people who are saying that, y'all are not Will Smith. No. Y'all are not Will Smith. Y'all don't have as much to lose. Nope. (laughs) Y'all don't have as much to lose. So I'm just saying that if I were in that position, I can't say that I wouldn't get mad and I wouldn't be imagining in my head me slapping the ish out of Chris Rock. But the fact that you laughed first proves that you weren't offended by the joke to begin with. You looked over and saw your wife was offended. Then you were like, oh, I got to do something now. Uh-huh. And so now, and I guarantee you that's rooted in some issues they done had at home somewhere where she felt like he ain't, he didn't have her back like he should have. And so now he, he's like, okay, well, I got, I got to do something because this ain't. See? Okay. Uh-huh. So that I guarantee you there was something that some, some things that they had been dealing with, some, some things had been said to where Jada felt like he didn't have her back like he should. He didn't defend her like he should. Okay. Yep. And that is why when he laughed at first, because he did, yeah. he laughed. And he then laughed. he looked over, saw Jada was not feeling it and was like, oh, yeah, I can't laugh no more. I got to be mad now. Right. But he made a foolhardy choice to walk up there and slap somebody. And let's call it what it was. It was assault uh-huh. on national television. Okay. You did this yep. on national television. Totally tarnished your brand. Now they're talking about making you give the doggone Oscar back. Giving it back. Yep. And it's just a whole mess because you felt you had to prove yourself to your wife, which goes back to a whole bunch of stuff with his ego and all the stuff that Will Smith got some stuff with him. You hear me? Uh Uh-huh. I seen some excerpts from that book of his and I was like, you know what? Yep. There's some stuff with this nigga right here. He's dealing with some stuff with him. And so with his ego and all of the, all of that, I just, it, I don't agree. I'm sorry. I had so many people on Facebook and everything talking about y'all, uh, y'all who y'all men who talking about y'all wouldn't have slapped him. Y'all weak and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, they smart. They're smart. Why, why in the world, why jeopardize everything that y'all have built? First of all, y'all have built quite a brand, uh-huh. quite a little empire, okay? Why are you going to jeopardize that for some idiot talking foolish? And why is it that we always got to resort to violence first? That's not necessary at all mm-hmm. points. I can tell you that there are some points where violence is necessary, but this was not one of those. 
Nah, not at all. It wasn't. So I'm so, gonna ask. I'm gonna ask you this. I'm gonna ask you this because, like I said, we're 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 easing on. We're getting deeper in the pool. Mm-hmm. So for those who come across and they support what Will Smith did, they're using the symbol of protect black women. Will Smith I'm protected black his woman. black wife. And you men need I'm to be, y- y- y'all need to take notice and use it as an example to protect black women. Is Will Smith slapping Chris Rock in the context of what happened? Why he claimed he did it? Is this an example that people can use or can use to protect black women? Is this a symbol for protect black women? What do you think? No, absolutely not. You know why? Because most of the time when we say protect black women, we are not just saying physically. Uh huh. Talk about yes. There are times violence. Violence. Okay, violence is necessary sometimes. I will tell you. I I firmly believe that violence is necessary sometimes. But Uh people using this as the whole protect black women thing. If I was Will Smith's wife, I would cuss him the hell out for doing that. Feeling like, uh-huh. look what you look what you did. That wasn't necessary. Now you're starting right. to mess with the stuff that we built. Okay, you know how yeah. hard we worked for all of this. Now you're starting to mess with that because of your ego. Because you sat there and you laughed at a joke about me. You laughed at first at a joke about uh-huh. me. You saw that I didn't like the joke. And then because I'm looking at you with the side eye because you laughing, you get up and you jeopardize what we got. Really? And what about Venus and Serena who entrusted you with the story, their story? Right. They trusted you with your story. What about protecting them? Yep. Are you protecting those black women? Right. Those are black women. <laughs> because in in the big in the biggest moment, well, I was I I will say in a big moment. This is a big moment for them to that, to see that their story, Huge the story moment. of their lives, be finally recognized to the to the standard of winning an Oscar. Because of your portrayal of their father, mm-hmm. this is the memory that people are going to run away with. Not not the culmination right. of the accomplishments of their father, how he right. has sacrificed his life and fought for his daughters to be successful where they are today. No, the moment yes, the their father of who that did night, protect black women, yeah, uh-huh. he had his faults, but he did protect his black daughters. Yes. Okay. Yep. So let's, you know, I hate and black women do need to be protected. Absolutely. Because we are the most disrespected. Uh-huh. Uh, race of women. 
So yes, we do need to be protected. It would be nice for our black men to have our backs, but what I'm saying is in in word and deed, this is not the example to use. Okay. Because I guarantee you there was ego involved in this. This was not all about protecting Jada. It was not. Nope. It was not. I guarantee you. It was not. So y'all using this as an example is foolhardy. Like it's 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 ridiculous. It's stupid. And that's all I got to say about that. Here's here's what I think. And we're gonna go ahead and just get all the way into the, the nitty-gritty of it. Get into it. Everything that KT has said in the last 10 minutes or so, I agree with absolutely. Because, and to get a little deeper into it, I don't think, to kind of recap, no, he's not justified. Will Smith was all the way wrong. Now, this isn't to say Chris Rock is completely innocent, but at the same time, you've been in this industry for almost 30 years. You've been to enough of these ceremonies to where you know how this goes. A comedian is up there. They lightly roast people in the crowd. This is where I feel Will is being extremely hypocritical. And I also feel that he is used, if you will, because he claims that, you know, his wife has alopecia. Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia. She came out maybe... Maybe a week ago that the video kind of detailing the things and oh the reason he got up and did what he did because you know he he can't help can't stand to see his wife suffering from you know something that has affected her so so bad. So when Chris Rock said, Hey, I love you, can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane too. Oh, you you disrespected my wife's medical condition. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. First of all, first of all. As Chris Rock said, it was a G.I. Jane joke. Chris Rock did not know whatever alopecia. I saw that you had a short haircut the way Demi Moore had in the movie G.I. Jane. And hey, you got a hair, you got a short, you know, it's not bald, but you have a short, short, you shaved your head, G.I. Jane. That's not enough for you to get up and walk on stage and slap Chris Rock. Let's just call it for what it is. That's not enough. And to say that, oh, he disrespected my wife's medical condition. No, he didn't. That's a lie. That's bullshit. First and foremost, no. Now, that took an L all the way around. Everybody involved took an L, unfortunately, including Chris Rock. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I feel that slap wasn't meant for Chris Rock. Chris Rock wasn't the one that Will Smith really wanted to slap that night. And definitely not for disrespecting the medical condition of his wife. Because as you said, when the joke was made, Will Smith knew that was a light joke and it wasn't disrespecting the wife's medical condition. He laughed. He thought it was funny until he looked over and he saw Jada rolling her eyes. And then all of a sudden, Willie from Philly did what he did. Mm. Now, I will just say this and I'll try to give a little bit of context. To where maybe I could shoot him a little bit of bail. Now, Chris Rock 
specifically. He's had a lot to say about Will and Jada and their relationship over the years, you know, in his comedy specials and in his stands up or you remember this. Remember when Jada Pinkett came out and she was boycotting the Oscars because, you know, basically like Oscars so white. And she came out and she said, I will not be attending the Oscars this year because there is not enough representation. And basically, more specifically, there was a particular role that Will Smith played. I can't remember what that people felt that he should have been nominated, but he wasn't. And so, you know, concussion, the movie. Yes. Concussion. Yep. Concussion. Mm -hmm. And uh, Chris Rock hosted the Oscars that year, too. And he has some jokes to say about Jada and Will. Um, he, I think in his latest special, he came out with some jokes that uh, detailing, you know, their relationship that we all have heard about in paparazzi and magazines and stuff about the, the specifics of their relationship where you know, open marriage and they, they got these side dudes, this side women, and they do this, blah, blah, all the crazy details of the marriage. I could understand why it would have to be Chris Rock specifically because Chris Rock's been saying a lot over the years and I can understand what Jada Pinkett may not like Chris Rock that much and I have proof to show it. There's another angle. I'm not sure if you've seen it, KT, but there's a, there was another angle that someone caught of that incident when Will Smith was... Um, Will Smith went and did what he did because she was not laughing at the joke, but there was another angle that showed her laughing when Chris Rock got smacked. And people was like, well, if she was so hurt and she was so offended, why was she laughing? And I'm gonna try to find this video real quick and I'm, I'm gonna show it because this gives me basically the perspective I believe that I am really, really, really accurate on. So I'm not going to play the sound because the sound's not not that important. But I want you to watch. Now this is Jada Pinkett, right? Let's just kind of mm-hmm. watch and see. See. This is the part where he's saying, keep my wife's, this is after the slap. Mm-hmm. And she's saying, keep my wife's name out your mouth. Actually, now we'll keep playing it. So as you see that she laughed, this is, now he's walking back. See? See, she laughed. So this was right after he said, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. And she laughed. She's laughing. Why'd you find that so funny if you were so hurt and disrespect felt so disrespected? Here is what I think happened in this particular instance. And we're going to build the story around it. And this is why I feel like this is, this is what Will Smith is actually going through right now. Cause you hinted to it and he details a lot of stuff in his book that he's going through some things. Chris Rock made this joke. Will Smith laughed and thought it was funny. Jada didn't. Will Smith saw that Jada didn't laugh. Jada looked at him as far as like, okay, you need to, you need to do something about this. Around the way, I'll go so far to say that Jada sicked Will on Chris. Oh, you got to do something about this. What you going to do? 
He did that. He got up, slapped Chris Rock, and now this is my quote unquote revenge. I ain't like that joke, but I like you getting the slit the, the shit slapped out of on national TV. Ha <laughs> Thought that was so funny. And now I'm gonna sit back here looking as elegant as I want to look while I watch the chaos ensue around me. Here is my ultimate thing when it comes to Will Smith. Will Smith, let's just call it for what it is. Will Smith has been destroyed by Jada Pinkett Smith. That's what I believe. I think at that particular moment, he was fed up. I think that was a breaking point. Not for the, for the sake of you're disrespecting my wife. And he damn sure didn't do it to protect black women. He did this because for the last three years, for the betterment of three years, who has been a bigger joke than Will Smith? Who has been a bigger meme than Will Smith? At the behest of who? Jada Pinkett Smith. When you go up, when you went up there and slapped Chris Rock, Chris Rock ain't the one you supposed to be slapping, bro. August Alcina is the one that you supposed to be, that you should be slapping right now. You've been embarrassed, humiliated time and time again, where your wife went on national TV and detailed how she cheated on you because she did not feel good. And she was unhappy with you for a very long time. That's what she said out of her mouth. I was unhappy and I just wanted to feel good. Not uh-huh. to mention her obsession with Tupac. Uh-huh. Listen, I wasn't even going to go there yet. I wasn't going to go there yet. But, but we're going to get there. And this is how I'm going to land. This is how I'm going to land on Tupac. So you've been disrespected. Now, now this is just in, in recent years. We're not talking about all the things that have been done and said in interviews and red carpets and this, that, and the third. But it all kind of escalated in the last few years when it when it came to that red table talking the entanglement mm-hmm. will smith became a laughing stock in everything he has worked for because you we just know him to be a good dude you know a little bit corny on the corny side he ain't a hood dude but you know he is who he is but we, we were proud of him because he was a good man he did things the right way but now he is a laughing stock because of your wife is not having your back and just dragging you through the public eye. And every time she comes up, she's saying something else that just makes you look even more like a fool, more foolish. She's been emasculating him for a very long time. And, and I think this moment here to try to save some face. Exactly. And this was the moment where he wanted to take some of that back. But he did it in such the wrong way to where he he tried to do it in the name of don't disrespect my wife. I'm protecting my family. No, you weren't. You wanted to prove to her that you were you was a man. Because as she sits here. And she gives you this look and sits you on Chris. Now the chaos ensues. Now she's laughing and having a good old time looking as elegant as she wants to do it. And after it, she now calls for healing, which is the most toxic thing a bitch can ever say. Oh, now, now it's time for healing. You didn't think it was time for healing to take that little lighthearted joke because you knew Chris Rock was not coming for your medical condition. 
Let's stop. But even if it was sensitive for you, you've been in these situations long enough to know how to handle yourself. Because mm-hmm. I know that you know that Chris Rock wasn't malicious. He didn't mean to be malicious. He wasn't trying to be malicious. He wasn't talking sideways to you. He's been telling jokes and joking at everybody in the venue. But it comes to you now when you, you're talking about my medical condition. Oh, you're not. Stop the bullshit. And the reason Will lost his shit and he felt the need to, to prove and take some of his masculinity back right then and there which he only ended up looking like an even bigger simp than how he's been looking is because he knows and Jada makes sure that he knows that he was not the first choice that she settled with him because her, her real love, her real love is dead right now and has been dead for quite some time. And she makes it known. Listen to how he talk, how she talks about Tupac. Tupac was the man that she really loved and the man she really wanted to be with, but I got to settle for you and I'm going to make sure that you know it because I'm not happy with you. I will never be happy with you because I do not love you, especially the way that I love this man so much. So do you remember 10 years ago when Willow, their daughter wrote a letter to Tupac? You remember that letter? Mm -mm. I do. And it reads like this. Dear Tupac, I know you are alive someplace. I think that my mommy really misses you. Can you please come back? Can you come back so my mommy and me can be happy? I wish you were here. I really do. Love Willow. Jada posted that. So tell me how you talk about this other man to the point that your daughter says I need you to come back because my my mommy really misses you and you're married to a whole like understand the treatment and how this family has been beating and disrespecting Will Smith for the longest time I see that Will Smith is a broken man I think that he's reached a breaking point because he's been emasculated and he's been getting treated like this for so long it came to a head with this entanglement where everything came out in the open. You know, they, they all their concessions and stuff where they talk about how their relationships are. I believe that they aren't coming at the agreement of Will Smith, but at the concession of Will Smith. He doesn't want an open relationship. He loves that woman, but she doesn't love him that way. Because And he's been for all these years doing his damnedest to try to make her happy and make her love him the way she's been, the the way he loves her. And this was, this was yet another attempt to prove my love for you. And I will do this at the expense of my own image, personality, and possibly my career where the biggest moment of my professional career may be taken away from me because I wanted to quote unquote defend your honor. So it's like, well, if he is supposed to protect her, where was the protection when you was going online and on TV and on your red table talks and millions and millions and millions of people watching you when you talking about how you cheated on your husband? 
detailing it and 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 making it and wording it in a way where it was okay. It was okay because for so long you weren't making me happy and I just wanted to feel good and it made me feel good that I'm going to cheat on you, on you with my son's friend. Where was your protecting black men there? Where was your protecting and having your husband's back there? And then you come along and you say this and then you say that. Then you do this and you do that. I believe that the real narcissist here. Now, I'm not saying Will is is with, is not without his demons. He definitely is. And I think you you said it best when you mentioned the word narcissist because it's just that that's the world that they're in. But I think his match is his domineering wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. And I think just listening to her, you can just see, you can see the toxicity just ooze out of her. And this has been going on for such a long time and they've been doing an amazing job of keeping things under wraps mm-hmm. and keeping things behind the curtains. But now it's 2022 and social media. And if you are in that public, like it's very, 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 very hard to keep things behind the curtains anymore. Cause you know, for a while you, you didn't see Will Smith on social media mm-hmm. because he liked to maintain his privacy. He wanted to keep things behind the curtains and wanted he, to keep things behind the scenes to control the narrative. This is true. But even still, I think she did. She played the game and she played it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And this isn't to, to be, you know, just to be offensive and talking shit, but that's what it is. She loves another man to the point to where no matter what you do, you would never make her happy because her heart, it will always be with another man. And instead of facing that, dealing with that and y'all handling that, in a mature way for you as a man, you spend the next 25 years breaking your back, conceding every single thing to make this woman happy and nothing you do but make this woman happy because you're not Tupac. And you thought that going thug life, pun intended, you going thug life, on a helpless comedian would have her see you in a different light to where now she may see that thug life tatted across your stomach. <laughs> but that's all I see. And and that's my take of it. And because honestly, that Chris Rock was just a, a casualty of war. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Chris Rock was just, it was just a casualty. Chris Rock was collateral damage. And he did that because the issue is not with Will Smith and Jada Pinkett versus Chris Rock. It's Jada Pinkett versus Will Smith. And Chris Rock was just there to literally physically take the blow. And that's it. That's what I think. Am, am I off about anything? Do you disagree about any anything? Clarify about anything? I, I don't actually. Um, I definitely agree. And that's what I think. That's what I think. I think the core of this for Will's problem and Will's brokenness, because he looked, even when he, you know, tried to give that, that speech and his apology and this, that, and the third, and oh, you know, in playing King Richard, in playing Richard, 
My thing is, why apologize to the people in the room and then and not the not person you slapped? P- apologize to Chris Rock. Uh huh. But which he did on a social media post. Um, but then that's when he, you know, said, oh, you disrespected my wife's condition and blah, 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 blah. Like, no, no, he didn't. He didn't. Mm-hmm. That's cap. Which I don't even think Will Smith did wrote that apology to Chris online. But still, you know, you you give this thing. Oh, I've I, been playing Richard Williams. I, I, you know, I had to get into the mindset of protecting. I had to protect had to protect my actors, had to protect my actors, had to protect the girls who played Venus and Serena, I had to protect no, the legacy protect and protect. And so ego. he said, I acted the way I acted because I was protecting. I was in protect mode and now I need to protect. And, you know, we we take what we take and we people think it's okay to disrespect you and blah, 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 blah. He was not saying that in reference to Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when he said, when you listen to what he's saying, you know, he's crying and tears and no Denzel told me to be careful when you're, when you're ready to shine and at your highest peak that's when the devil attacks you yeah the mm-hmm. devil attacks you because she rolled her eyes and told you and sicked you yeah, on Chris you, Rock you're looking at the wrong devil you need to be looking you're at looking your at you, you, you think <laughs> yep that's the, the devil. devil you think you see is not the devil in this situation and in your life and in the battles where you talk about you suicidal and all this depression and this, that, and the third, and you talk about just how hard things have been, especially when dealing with your marriage, the devil is sitting to your left, sir. Mm. Sitting to your left. Where when you saw that she was not pleased and you thought this was my chance to show her once again how much I love her and I'm willing to do this and then as you make a total fool of yourself she sits back and laughs at it all and then calls for healing afterwards <laughs> so just it's just like okay okay but yeah that's just it y'all y'all just just let us know what you think let us know what you think but i feel i feel like this 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 is on the button here this is on the button so Will Smith, honestly, I'm not, I'm not laughing at you, Mr. Smith. I have too much respect for you for what you've done for this culture. Um, of course, yes, take full responsibility for your actions, absolutely. Um, but honestly, I just I pity you, to be honest. I I I feel sorry for Will Smith because. You know, not to say he is without his demons, um, but I, I just think the world that he is in has exacerbated some of those things. But I also believe that his marriage has been so toxic for so long that he is a shell of himself. I think he is a broken man. And the moral of the story is simping ain't easy. All right, so uh, we going to <laughs> we, that's that's all I got. That is all I got. Um, but that is it, man. Listen, um, Riverside, thank you for allowing us to get through this. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, I, I just I, I I just I just have to thank you because you you y'all been on some bullshit for quite some time, <laughs> for quite some time, and. Um, you know, there's there's such a strong love hate relationship that I have with Riverside. I love y'all, but God, do I hate y'all too. 
Oh my God. But listen, y'all, we're going to go ahead and stop this here, man. Listen, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Let us know what you think. Leave a comment. If there's anyone that you feel is a, you know, that would enjoy the podcast, enjoy the vibes, enjoy the content, share this, share, share the, the, the podcast, you know, post it up, share it, get, get, get your friends involved, get them in. Hey, let me know what you think about this. You know, help us grow, help us, help us to help you that type of thing. Um, share it to somebody, share it to three friends, five friends, 10 friends, share it. But, uh, thank you guys again for, for checking us out. We're, we're in a, a major growth and leveling up phase. And we're just so excited to have you guys apart. So, uh, in the words of peace, Shaw, stay fly, stay blessed. It's another episode of the talk. My credo podcast. episode. Shame, shame. Blessed. Huh? Blessed. Yes. Blessed. Mm-hmm. I feel like singing Fred Hammond right now. Let me hear you say bless. See, but again, I got to think, was it oh, real or was it a chord progression? No. <laughs> was it really real? No. Was it the spirit? <laughs> oh, no. I know I was a heathen, but I was coming back, fly. Lord. <laughs> and then you hit me with this. It's not right. Oh no! Oh no! (laughs) But it's okay, Lord. We 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 coming. All right, y'all stay fly, stay blessed, man. Until next time, peace. Getting jiggy with it. I can't get jiggy with this shit.